Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb's sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hello and welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga Preview Podcast. I'm your host, Manuel Fede. And yes, this is a little bit different and a little bit of a new format for us. Um, at the end of the week, every Thursday, we're going to come out or trying to bring this out every Thursday with a new preview podcast to preview the Bundesliga match day. And in this case, um, the week's coming up, match day 28 of the Bundesliga. I know we're a little bit late in the season doing this, but I mean, this is a new format and We're going to do this every week now, and yeah, breaking down the biggest games, having having a few predictions, um, picking out some of the main matches. Stefan and I, Stefan Bierkowski, my co-host. First of all, how's it going? Yeah, very very well. Delighted to have the international break behind us and back to Bundesliga football. It's it's been depressing without it. I must admit. Yeah, it's it's also, also I always find it's a kind of a nice break. And it allows us to work on new formats like this one, right? Um, because as I was going to say, we are both are going to pick a match of the week. We're going to get to that later. But this is exciting, isn't it? We have something a little bit new and different. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hopefully people appreciate it. We do kind of feel as though we kind of review some shows. We don't talk enough about what's coming up sometimes. So yeah. hopefully it just adds a little bit of fun to your week and people enjoy it yeah and um we're always happy to get feedback um you know i was saying earlier this week if you want to buy us a beer in the pub because you run into us that'd be great too um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think um it's we're going to have some very interesting matches and we should just jump right in after this break This episode of the Game Pressing Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. We're finally here. The top teams in college basketball have been determined, and the final four is set. Looking to wager on these games or the national championships? Head over to betonline.ag on your desktop or your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all updated odds and info, along with player props and new contests throughout the year. It's the best source for all our sporting wagering needs, including live betting and everyone's favorite Vegas casino and poker game. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, yeah, Stefan, um, that first game... I'm not sure how we should do this. Do we want to really quickly talk about it? Do you want to give you a prediction first? Um, this is, of course, the Friday fixture on April 1st, April Fools, um, <laughs> on Union Berlin against Köln. Kind of fitting, actually, that it is those two clubs, isn't it? On April Fools. I feel like Köln in particular, that's always a good April Fools joke. And Union, too. I mean, these are two really kind of classic names in German football now and uh, also teams that always good for an April Fool's joke. So I find, find this is a very fitting fixture for that date. What do you think? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, you know, 
two really passionate fan bases as well, so it should be a really interesting, fun match to watch on the Friday night. I think this is actually going to be a really difficult one to call. Um, Union's season has kind of, you know, the wheels have kind of come off their season because of what happened in January when they lost Friedrich and Max Kruse and some other players. And it kind of feels as though the fantastic start to the season that they had has just kind of began to fizzle out. Cologne, on the other hand, maybe not to the same extent, but they, they, they have started to look a little more ordinary recently. Um, and as a result, I actually can't call a difference between these two teams. I think this is going to finish a draw. I've put down for my prediction 1-1 hmm. uh, for this game. And yeah, I think it should be entertaining. Really lively match in Berlin, but I think it's going to be a draw. Yeah, I have it down as a draw too, 2-2, two, two. Um, bit more goals. Um, I think I agree with you, it's going to be entertaining. Um, all-time Bundesliga results between those two is four wins for Union Berlin and one draw, mm-hmm. uh, 10 to 5 goals. So um, haven't been many draws in this, but I mean, obviously in the Bundesliga, there isn't that much history between these two teams yet either. I think um, the draw will also probably eliminate both those sides maybe from European contention mm. um, you know it's going to be extremely difficult to crawl back in because I think um, you know just the way that teams around them the way they're playing so going to be an interesting one at all I, I'm really looking forward I think it's a great way to start the, mm-hmm. the Bundesliga match day um, one of the big ones because we're going to Go straight through all of them, but this is maybe, and we're going to start with one of the big ones. Um, that's possibly my match of the day, Stefan. Freiburg against Bayern. And Bayern Munich in a very comfortable position now, six points ahead of Borussia Dortmund. Um, you know, we, we, we had the chance to really make it interesting maybe again last match day, but once again, drop points uh, this time against Köln. Um, and, you know, it could have been four. Now it's six. Um, this is going to be though very interesting because Freiburg are in fifth, and this is in some ways um, a match that has some talk, like has some Champions League flavor to it, maybe. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is going to be an outstanding game. Um, it would have been my mat game of the weekend if there wasn't another one that I think might be even mm-hmm. tastier. Um, but. Freiburg have been outstanding recently. They've picked up just as many points as Bayern in the last five games. Um, they had a bit of a kind of turn in form, maybe, you know, about a couple of months ago, but it kind of feels like Christian Strike has kind of got things back on track. Um, and, you know, at home, they've been really impressive, as they always are, Freiburg. You know, they're always outstanding. Issue is that they're up against Bayern Munich are also usually outstanding and I think this is probably going to be a Bayern Munich side um, that has the likes of Leon Goretzka back in it Mm. Uh, you know we'll probably have seen a really fit Jamal Musiala um, after the international break so you know and I think that international break probably would have really benefited a few other players as well Thomas Muller is one who stands out I think he looked really jaded going into it Robert Lewandowski as well, who was rested 
despite my best efforts to watch him when he's playing against Scotland at Hampden Park last week. He's a question week. mark still, I think. Yeah, well, if Lewandowski missed out, that could, that would obviously change everything. But mm. um, you know, I still think I still think this is one that Bayern will probably sneak. I think it's going to be a really difficult game for them. But I've actually got down here: Bayern Munich three, Freiburg two. So mm. I think it's going to be a really really good game. But uh, I think I think Bayern just have will have too much about them on the day. A couple things here: Bayern Munich have not lost to Freiburg since May sixteenth, twenty fifteen. Um, when they had already the Bundesliga title wrapped up, right? Um, all time, it's 31 wins for Bayern, nine draws, four wins for Freiburg. And the all-time top goal scorer of this fixture in the Bundesliga is Robert Lewandowski with 10 goals. Um, you know, just like some quick-fire stats here. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I don't know. I have a funny feeling that Bayern are going to drop points here, Stefan. Oh, really? Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I have this down as a 1-1. And I think that because maybe Lewandowski is not going to be fully fit. And um, I think to Freiburg, Christian Streich, uh, he's going to he's going to have his team fired up for this one. Uh, Freiburg have looked really good this season. And um, there's a real opportunity there, I think, too, at home in the new stadium and of course uh, restrictions are gone now in German stadiums despite growing numbers so we're going to have a really good attendance here um, I think this is going to be a really really good game and I think that Freiburg might sneak a point that would be really interesting because obviously we have the two teams below Bayern and the two teams above Freiburg playing against each other well actually there's three teams above Freiburg but mm-hmm. you know what I mean um so if Freiburg could take a point from this game, it'd be huge for them in terms of their push for the top four because I think the three teams above them will be expecting them to drop points, which in turn makes a few other games this weekend really interesting as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then, then the next one on my list is in, a little bit more time on this one as well. is uh, Bayer Leverkusen against Hertha. And this is nominally the first game in charge for Felix Magath, Stefan. We're going to finally see Steph Felix Magat back on a Bundesliga bench. Um, I think they had all shocked all of us by winning 3 0 first game under, uh, I guess it was not Magat as his assistant for Um But still, this is the first time that we're going to see Magat back on a Bundesliga bench. And I have this. First of all, I think that Leverkusen are going to win this game. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're going to win it 3 1. Oh. But. Yeah, um, you know, and you, when you look at their all-time record too, um, the Yokozuna have scored 99 goals in this. They could score their 100th goal against Hertha all-time in the Bundesliga. <laughs> so <laughs> keep an eye out on that. Um, yeah, I think um, I think this is going to be a Leverkusen win um, just because they kind of have to win this game because when you look around them and what's going on, I think this is a is a really big one for them. But at the same time, I mean, you should probably not call off Hertha at this stage. What's your prediction? Yeah, I think I'm probably a similar view as you, actually. Um, I think Hertha will probably be much improved um, just because of the performance we saw during the international break. Fact that Magat will probably now have spent most of the international break with most of his squad working on things, 
um, which would be really crucial for them. So I think they'll probably put in a far more solid performance than we would have expected from Hertha maybe three or four weeks ago. But this Leverkusen side still has so much about it. I mean, I, I think obviously Leverkusen's season has just <laughs> began to crumble in front of them um, because of just the most unfortunate luck with injuries. You know, mm. Patrick Schick was injured for so long and then Florian Wurtz and then Frimpong. And, you know, that's just, that's basically like three of the four best players or the most informed players this season. And I think any other team in the league would really crumble under those injuries. But Leverkusen do have a lot of, um, a lot of depth. We saw Polino come into the team before the international breaks were two great goals. Uh, Diaby's still there. He's still having a great season. Yeah. And then you've got guys like Bellarabi, Alario, you know, and they've still got a very solid defensive line, even though um, Frimpong has moved out. They've still got very solid central defenders, still got Herodeke in goals, who's good. So, you know, I think the spine of that team's still intact of sorts, even if they do, even if they don't maybe have the same bite about them. So I've got a 2-1 here for Leverkusen, which basically is to denote, I think they'll win this game. I don't think it'll be pretty. I don't think they'll do it easily. I think Hertz will make it very uncomfortable for them, but I think they'll still win it. Two things to add. Amina Adli out with an injury as well. Um, mm. I think that's quite a big loss, considering who they already all have injured. Um, Musa Diaby with a big market value update for Transfermarkt. I think mm. that's well-deserved. He's a French national team player now, right? Um, did he get capped? Double-checking that. Um, he was called up, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he's capped. Um, so... Yeah, um, I think he's probably the player to watch in this one uh, with all Weirds and all these other guys being there. Uh, Tar, as I said earlier this week, and you told me to be careful, I had a decent outing for the German national team. So, yeah, it's, I think it's actually going to be quite an interesting game to watch um, and definitely uh, worth spending a bit more time on, as we just did. Um, another game that I think is we're going to be interesting to keep an eye on because this is a relegation dogfight. Um, Stuttgart against Arminia Bielefeld. And of course, we have a lot of American listeners on this show and they're going to ask us, of course, all about Pellegrino Matarazzo, the American head coach, um, and George Bello, the Bielefeld left back. Um, I actually think this is going to be a really interesting match. Um, Stuttgart, I think with a win, can make a big step towards jumping out of this relegation zone. Um, Bielefeld pretty much have to win this game, Stefan. Mm. Yeah, I think I think this is probably going to be a... I think this is actually going to be quite a comfortable Stuttgart win, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I think I said maybe on the show recently that I really thought Bielefeld had done enough to stay up this season, but the last three or four weeks, it's almost if complacency is kind of seeped into this team they don't look as sturdy as they did and in contrast Stuttgart look like a brand new side you know they've also got Kaladzic back um, there's a bit more belief about the team and their three results leading into this international break were outstanding I thought their fight back against Augsburg was one of the games of the season I think just absolutely incredible entertainment really outstanding Bundesliga football and it's all based around them now having a front line that can really put any team to the sword. So, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I just think Stuttgart are definitely in the ascendancy. Um, 
they've they now know what they have to do to kind of get out of the relegation spots. And I think they'll be looking at this game thinking, right, this these are the three points we desperately need because after this is Dortmund, Mainz, Hertha, Wolfsburg, Bayern, and then Cologne on the last day. And by that point, their fate might already be sealed. So this is probably the last most obvious route for three points before the end of the season. Uh, and they've got everything about them to do it, so I think they will. Thiago Thomas, so good. Kalajic, mm. back, um, played for Austria a few minutes and uh, being knocked out of qualifying by Wales. Oh, right, sorry, Gareth Bale, not Wales. Um, <laughs> but he did play, he did feature, not long, but he did feature. Um, but Thiago Thomas, wonderful player to watch. Bielefeld player to watch is, of course, uh, George Bellow, um, for, for all our American listeners. Um Surprisingly, Stefan, Bielefeld have won the last three games in the Bundesliga against Stuttgart. 3-0, 2-0, 1-0. Very balanced record. 12 wins for Arminia Bielefeld, 15 wins for Stuttgart, and 10 draws. Um, mm. Nonetheless, I'm saying 3-0 for Stuttgart. Yeah, I'm, I'm 2-0 for Stuttgart, so I think we're probably in agreement there. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, pretty close. The next game I have on the list, and I mean, Frankfurt against Fürth, uh, Frankfurt. You know, good Europa League season. I think um, they, they, with a win here, considering how the, where all these other teams are playing, uh, who they're playing, um, they can actually kind of knock on the Europa League, your your Conference League um, doors again. Mm. Um, and I think they're going to get a win here, Stefan. Uh, I actually have them down as it's not going to be straightforward. I have them down as a three-two win over Greuterfurt, who, in my opinion, are already relegated. What's your prediction here? Yeah, so I've gone for 2-0 for Frankfurt. Um, and I think I said this to you before we started recording, this seems to me like the most clear-cut game of the weekend, um, which usually means it won't be. But uh, I think Frankfurt looked decent right now. Um, and Grotefurt, especially away from home, have just looked hopeless this season. The only thing that makes maybe makes me think there might be an upset is the fact that Hinterberger is suspended for this game. And he's such a crucial player for this Frankfurt team. It makes you wonder if they will kind of crumble, but I don't know. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sure there's a huge amount that has to be said about this game. So I've gone for a 2-0 Frankfurt win. And yeah, I think it should be a very comfortable afternoon for Oliver Glasner's side. Right. And then up next, we have Hoffenheim against Bochum. Um I have this down as a 1-1 draw, and I put that down before I saw the last two results for Bochum. Bochum won the last two games against Hoffenheim, which is actually kind of surprising. And (laughs) their all-time record is actually also positive. Um, Three wins for Bochum, two wins for Hoffenheim. I guess there isn't, considering how much history Bochum have in the Bundesliga, but most of that history is before Hoffenheim came up. And, you know, there there isn't that much history together in this league, I guess. Um, So we don't have a good record but um i i feel like this is a draw hoffenheim um of course in the conference spot but i do see them dropping a little bit and um bochum pretty safe um with 32 points i don't think they're gonna drop back in the relegation battle and it just has the sense that this could be one of those games where it's just going to be a 1-1 draw what do you think that's really interesting actually i actually think i disagree with you which is quite interesting. Oh. Um, I do you know I watched Bochum against Gladbach um, mm-hmm. 
you know, which is obviously a game that had to get called off because of some really stupid fans in the Borkum end. But and it's now two th- 0 for Gladbach. That was the yes because yeah. of the sack there, right? That was the decision um, by the DFB court. Yes, um, but I thought they looked terrible in that game. They were kind of beginning to look like their old selves again. Actually, that's not true. They didn't look terrible. They were okay in the first half, but to kind of let that Gladbach side kind of bully them the way they did, I thought, wow, Bochum, you know, and it's kind of maybe what we thought of saying about Bielefeld. They're, they've really got very little left to play for this season. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so they really struggled against Gladbach, and... I just think Hoffenheim on their day are fantastic. I really do. I mean, the only thing that makes me maybe makes me worry about Hoffenheim is that that result against Hertha before the international break. And I do wonder mm-hmm. if we've seen this so many times this season, where you get like a kind of mid-table side like Hoffenheim who are having a very good season, and they put in an outstanding performance against Bayern Munich, which is what this Hoffenheim side did before the Hertha game. They took a, a draw. Uh, and you know I've seen this with Leverkusen. And I think we also saw it with Freiburg this season as well, where they put so much into that game that their 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 their, their form just kind of goes into a tailspin after that. I don't know if it's because they're mentally tired or maybe they're just kind of complacency just kind of flows through them because they managed to you know upset Bayern and take a point off them or something. But I do wonder if maybe Hoffenheim have felt a bit complacent in that Hertha game. Maybe now, maybe that's a good thing because they'll obviously have spent the international week, international break, thinking right. We need to get things back on track because they are undoubtedly still in the running for a top four finish. Um, but yeah, I think I think they'll probably. I actually think they'll win this game quite comfortably. I've, I've got three 0 Hoffenheim for this match. Hmm. I disagree, but that's good. I mean, every once in a while you need to do that. Um, yeah, just let me to add on this. Bochum won the Gladbach game replayed, even though it was their stadium and their fan that caused this. Mm. Um, because their argument is that they felt like they could have won it <laughs> or maybe overturned the results. So, yeah, interesting. I, I think the court is going to throw this out. If they haven't already by the time the show comes out, um, we'll see. Um, yeah, let's talk about maybe the, well, my big game is Freiburg against Bayern, but another very big game on this match day after the break. This episode of the Gegenpressing Broadcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus and aging. It's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Yeah, Stefan, Dortmund against Leipzig. Um, wow, I think this is, you know, if I hadn't picked Freiburg against Bayern, that would be my match of the day. But I'm pretty sure this is your match of the day, isn't it? 
Yeah, and it's also the Bundesliga's match today because it's the top spiel. So top spiel. Yeah. technically is the match of the weekend. Um, and I think this is going to be a fantastic game. Uh, mm. I was really scratching my head trying to figure out how I thought about this match going into it. Um, because on the one hand, you have this RB Leipzig side under Tedesco who really have been arguably one of the best teams in Germany since he took over. Um, you can base that on literally how many points they've picked up since then, the performances they put in, not just in the Bundesliga, but also in the Europa League. Um, and, you know, they've got a very, very narrow defeat against Bayern Munich a couple of weeks back. And you'd think they would be going into this game against Dortmund um, with everything about them. And the only thing that kind of makes me think that might not be the case is that Dortmund have actually just been so kind of solid at home this season in spite of everything. Mm. Um, you know, in spite of all their injuries, in spite of, you know, a lot of fans thinking that the team hasn't really clicked under the man at the new head coach yet. Um, they still have technically, you know, the second best home record in the league. And they're only they've only picked up one fewer point than Bayern at home this season. So that's kind of the kind of standards we're talking about here. Um and it, and it just kind of makes me think that even though Dortmund maybe man for man maybe won't be able to put out as strong a team as Leipzig in this game because I think there's still really strong doubts over Akanji and Marco Royce, but I think they should probably still be able to put a decent start in living out. Um, and, you know, you kind of have some players coming back into this team who I actually think might actually make a huge difference. Uh, you know, Bellingham's looking good. Gio Reyna looked very good for the United States over the course of the international break, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, and very Erling good. Ha- yeah, and Erling Haaland will now be properly fit and ready to go. So it depends who you ask, whether Royce and Akanji are fit or not. Because I guess we'll just have to wait and see on the day. But um, yeah, I, I don't know why, but in my head, and something in me is just saying, my heart, my head says Leipzig should win this, but my heart says, no, Dortmund are going to do something to, to, to win it. So I've got 3-2 to Dortmund. Uh, I got two one for Dortmund. Um, oh. We agree. Um, watch us both fall on our face. That was, of course, <laughs> the it's it's a, it's a reverse result. I picked the reverse result of the uh, match day eleven fixture, which uh, was two one for Leipzig at home in Leipzig. Mm. Um, one of only three wins for Leipzig against Dortmund. The, the Dortmund won six, and then there were two draws. Twenty one to fourteen goals, all time Bundesliga record. Um, yeah, Gio Reyna. Looked really good uh, for the United States. They uh, are almost qualified by the time. Oh no, they are qualified. Um, sorry, like got got that messed up. And yeah, um, I thought he he's looked very good for the United States. And um, there's a, there's actually a really cool video that was put out um, from from the game against Mexico, the zero zero draw where he dribbles through the entire Mexican defense and you see Tyler Adams in the background standing there with his mouth open while he was doing it. And you just, <laughs> and I just thought that's so funny because he's probably realized like, oh my God, I'm facing this guy next weekend. Um, <laughs> which I thought was actually really interesting, the reaction, um, because like they're obviously going to be pitted right against each other, right? And um, I mean, need a little, neat little video if you haven't seen it yet. But I think this is going to be an intriguing match in, in so many ways. For Dortmund, maybe the last chance to maybe make it interesting, especially if my 
result, um, Freiburg Bayern result holds up, right? Because then you go to do the gap goes back to four points. Um, maybe wishful thinking, but that that I think this is Dortmund's last chance to make this interesting. And for Leipzig, it's so very important to get those three points because they're on forty five. You have your Freiburg at forty five, especially if Freiburg do pick up a point, right? Mm. Um, Hoffenheim, who you said are going to pick up three points, are on forty four, and then of course uh, we both were kind of in agreement at Köln and Union wouldn't pick up the points, so we can kind of maybe take those teams out of equation. But it's still very tight, tied up for, up top there. So this is a really really important game for both sides, and um, I believe that Dortmund are back to full capacity, Stefan, which is a big factor. Yeah, they have. They announced it on Twitter, actually, that they'll be back. So that's a huge factor as well. It's actually really interesting when you talk about the kind of teams around Leipzig because looking at this game on paper, you would think, okay, Dortmund really have to win this game. But actually, the teams that are around Leipzig right now, Dortmund have basically confirmed top four. So they're they're kind of fine. There's not a huge difference between second, third or fourth place for them, unless they are. They still harbour some ambitions of catching Bayern. But if you assume Leverkusen will win, which I think they probably will, I think Hoffenheim will win. Uh, and then if you even go so far as to say Freiburg might take a point off Bayern, that leaves Leipzig in a very precarious situation if they lose this game. So actually, out of the two teams, there may be more pressure on Leipzig to win this game. Yeah. You know, it's, which a pro- it's a proper top spiel. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I cannot really wait to is. watch it. Yeah, no, I, I'm really excited for it too. Um, I'm, I'm covering the, the Vancouver Whitecaps this weekend on Saturday and I extra booked a flight um, rather than taking the ferry, so I won't miss this game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, this is how important this game is. So we are rather fly with Harbour Air than taking the ferry um, because, you know, scheduling. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I think it's going to be a very entertaining match um, and a must-watch game, even if you're not following the Bundesliga. If you're just an occasional watcher, I think it's very interesting too. And if you, of course, like for all the US viewers, we have Tyler Adams in it, we have Gio Reyna in it. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a brilliant watch. Um, also, two teams that really don't like each other, Stefan. There's that too. Like the Leipzig fans, and they exist. Contrary to what German football fans will tell you, there is actual real Leipzig fans out there. Absolutely despise Dortmund. And Dortmund, of course, despise Leipzig and their sponsor slash owner to such an extent that they bring out the old scoreboard without the logos for this game. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to have a full Westfalen stadion, so it'll be good old Bundesliga yeah. back to the way it should be. Uh, so it's oh, it's always funny. Um, always funny. Yeah, so let's go to the Sunday games. Uh, Augsburg against Wolfsburg. Um, I have this down as another Augsburg loss. 2-0 for Wolfsburg. And um, some American content here as well. Ricardo Pepe did play for the US. Um, he's sort of continuing with his struggles a little bit, mm. uh, which is interesting to see. Um, Wolfsburg, of course, have Kevin Paredes, although you know you do get the sense that they're, they're really slowly trying to integrate him into the side. Um, I have, yeah, as I said, I have this down as a 2 0 win for Wolfsburg. Um, Wolfsburg then probably making a big jump out of the relegation battle as well. What do you think for this one, Stefan? Yeah, I actually agree. Um, I don't hold that much hope for Augsburg in this match. Uh, the way they capitulated against Stuttgart had me really worried about them, if I'm being perfectly honest. And mm-hmm. I mean, I know Wolfsburg have technically lost the last, they've only won one of the last five, I think, but the, the last couple of games were against Leverkusen and Freiburg. 
uh, who are obviously two of the best teams in the league. And I think Wolfsburg actually put up a decent fight against both of them. Well, at least in the Freiburg game anyway. And I know they lost 2-0 against Leverkusen, but one of the goals was like a deflected Paulinho goal. They both came quite late on. So you do kind of get the sense that Wolfsburg are kind of slowly but surely getting to grips with things with the new head coach. Uh, and they'll be looking at this game thinking, wow, three points would put a huge gap between us and relegation and it's mm. technically like a what you would call a six pointer isn't it because they're only two points apart from one another um and it would it would really kind of cause a lot of issues for augsburg but i've kind of thought i've kind of get, put, I put two one for this game because i thought augsburg might cause some issue but i think over the top over the end of the over the course of the game i think wolfsburg will have too much about them yeah that's that's awesome i mean two nil two one i think we're pretty close there um yeah, I think the one thing to note is still no Cone Castells for Wolfsburg. He's out so for problems. It looks like Pavan is going to start. Um, yeah, and like on balance, it's been um, the 21 matches between those five wins for Augsburg, eight for Wolfsburg, seven draws. Um, Wolfsburg have won the last two, 1-0 and 2-0. And as I said, a big match um, down in the relegation dogfight and a six-pointer. Uh, gets us to a final game. Um, between one team parked right in the middle of the Bundesliga table and another um, that is still kind of technically in the relegation battle, but at 33 points, this is slowly but surely looking like they're going to make their way out of there. And that's uh, so that's Mainz against Gladbach or Gladbach mm. against Mainz, rather. Um, Mainz are game in hand, they're playing it next Thursday, um, if I'm not mistaken. And um, yeah, this is this is the Sunday late game. Um, I have a really hard time calling it. I'm calling this actually as like Mainz win three one. But I've also seen Gladbach play very well until that beer was or just before the beer was thrown against Bochum, and then you know having a little bit of issues. It's just so hard to call Gladbach games at the moment, Stefan. Yeah, they're a very Jack Jekyll and Hyde side, aren't they? But mm. I've actually, I'm going to have to disagree with you in this one as well, actually. I think Gladbach will just sneak this game. Um, mm. I think they've looked decent the last couple of weeks. Still not good old-fashioned Gladbach, but they're, they're kind of grinding out results. Forward players are kind of beginning to put some decent shifts in. Neuhaus is beginning to kind of look like his old self. And Mainz are undoubtedly one of the most bizarre teams in this division. If you look mm. at their record at home... Only Bayern and Dortmund have more points in the league this season. If you look at their record on the road, they have the second worst return for points in the league. Only Greuther Firth have picked up fewer points on the road than Mainz. So I don't know why this keeps happening for both Vincent's side, but away from home, they are dreadful. Um, so I think I think Gladbach will sneak this. I've got a 1-0 win for the Foles. So yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. It'll be an, it'll be an interesting game to, to wrap up the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And it's an interesting fault line too. Um, you know, above Mines, Mines have a have a goal differential of plus nine, and only two teams above them have a have a goal differential of a minus, which is Union Berlin with minus five and Köln with minus two. But then every team below Mines for goal differential of less than minus eleven. Um, there's a real fault line, I feel like, between Mines uh in tenth and then Gladbach in eleventh. There seems to be almost a separator of mm. two divisions, which I find interesting. And 
Um, it'd be curious to see if Gladbach can maybe close that gap a little bit. Um, as you said, they have looked a little bit better. As I said, I have a really hard time calling this. I, I don't think I actually disagree with you at all. I just, you know, I came up with a result and I'm like, this could go either way. And um, I'm just sticking with mines as a win, but I would not be shocked if it goes a different direction at all. Um, yeah, that's the match day, match day 28th. Um, we'll be back after after the weekend to review them all with the latest news. Um, I hope you enjoy this new format. Please give us feedback. Um, this show is presented to you by Bet Online. We'll be we'll be back soon with another episode. And until then, auf Wiedersehen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.